Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. What is this place? I brought you here to Barry Allen's cat. Daddy, is Church all right? Why, Judge? I have more reasons. I dreamed he got hit by a car and you and Mr. Crandall buried him in the pet cemetery. What did we do tonight, Judge? What we did, Lois, was a secret. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Has anyone ever buried a person up there? May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. You're thinking thoughts best not thought of. Do Gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, we are continuing Cattober. Yeah. With 1989's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> it's Cemetery. is written by kids, Steve. Yeah, but they spelt it wrong. Yeah, well, the education system's not great in Maine. Or the rest of America. But first! Oh, we are too sober to have this conversation. Oh, boy. <laughs> we have from Roja Brewing Project, three deep American ale. Whoo! Is that how deep you have to bury the bodies? Bury them three deep. Oh. Ah, that's what you wear. In honor uh, of Roja's three founders, American ale is a classic golden wheat color with subtle pronounced malt flavors and a slightly hoppy finish. Truly American, truly drinkable, truly Roja. Roja! Plenty of light crystal malt for a complex light beer. Pairs great with three feet of powder, bucket of ice, <laughs> yard work. Uh, nothing pairs well with yard work. Fuck you, Roja! Okay. Sorry. I'm going to pop my top now. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Roja. No, anyway. Oh, my top! Ooh. <laughs> and Le Ah. Yeah, so we've got a beautiful light golden color, slightly off-white creamy head, lots of tiny little bubbles, mm. very malty on the aroma. You get a little bit of pine, not too much. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of pine, but yeah, it's definitely malt forward. Yeah, it's a nice light little beer. It's a good all-day drinking beer. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not hoppy like a like an IPA or even like the. That that mid like extra pale ale or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Ale. This is definitely not like a Sierra Nevada, the Nevada. Oh my God, Sierra Nevada style uh, pale ale. This is a nice, light, easy to drink beer. Yeah, we're New England style. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. Cemetery from 1989 <laughs> from director Mary Lambert. Who's he, Steve? Uh, she being named Mary. <laughs> Uh, actually did, uh, she started out doing music videos in the 80s. What? Uh, for like, Madonna, The Go-Go's, The Arrhythmics, Janet Jackson, Rod Stewart, Sting. Then she did this movie. Yeah. And then she did music videos for Bobby Brown, Motley Crue, Queensryche. <laughs> and then Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah. And then TV movies like My Stepson, My Lover, Drag Strip Girl, 
and Face of Evil. All right. Um, and then she did The In Crowd. Mm-hmm. Mega Python versus Gatoroid. That's a sci-fi movie, I'm guessing. We need to do this movie on the podcast. Yep. And her latest, uh, the latest in the Step Up series, uh, apparently it's a TV series called Step Up High Water. I looked it up. It's not about, you know, people dancing on top of sharks. Like is it Channing about Katrina? Tatum. Nope. Uh, <laughs> apparently High Water is the name of the school, that the dancing school that they're at. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Mary Lambert. And from writer Stephen King. Who's he, Steve? You may know him only as the director of Maximum Overdrive. That's it. You don't know him from anything else. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has one of those names. <laughs> Little Stevie King. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, of course, in this movie, we have Dale Midkiff. Of course, everybody's favorite actor from that one show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Fred Gwynn. Herman Munster himself. <laughs> in the role of Judd Crandall. Denise Crosby, formerly of the first season of Next Generation, before she decided to go be a superstar <laughs> yeah. Hollywood actress as Rachel Creed. And, of course, the uh, screen debut of little Miko Hughes. Aw, who's he, Steve? He plays Gage in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, babe. Steve. I guess, first off, have you seen Pet Cemetery before? Oh, yeah. yeah Love okay. this movie. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen this many times before. Oh, it yeah. is fantastic this so. might actually have been one of the first stephen king movies i watched yeah yeah say say what it came out when i was about eight but i think i saw it when i was like 10 or 11 like you know getting into that pg-13 realm and then going straight into hard r with basic instinct yeah and i was like well i guess i can backtrack into stephen king now yeah babe steve friend of the podcast casted this movie miss fern champion Woo! <laughs> Find that out from a year and a half ago. <laughs> Very interesting story. <laughs> she is an amazing casting agent. But then the movie starts out with uh, some eerie music over a creepy cemetery or cemetery. <laughs> and that lasts for about five minutes, I swear to God. And then. <laughs> and then a jump scare of an 18 wheeler. <laughs> Yeah, so we see uh, a new family, the Creed family. Hey. No, not the Creed family from the movie Creed, which... Actually, that'd been kind of awesome. <gasps> Yo, Daddy was killed in the ring! Oh, don't you think about taking him off that road. <laughs> Sometimes Dad is better. You'll get your vengeance in the ring. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Michael B. Jordan, make it happen. Oh. Stallone, come on, give, give them the rights. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the Creed family—they're moving into their new home in Maine. Um, the thing that got me about this this first scene when the family first gets there, mm -hmm. the wife apparently had never seen the house before. Yeah, he. This happens a lot in movies where one one of the couple buys a fucking house to surprise the other person in the couple. Yeah, Steve, what would you do if? I took out a several hundred thousand dollar loan and purchased <laughs> <laughs> in your name. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, back up off my credit, woman. <laughs> purchased our new mailing address without even letting you look inside <laughs> or outside. Well, nowadays I could just Google that shit. <laughs> Like, what's that address I'm forwarding our mail to? Hold on. Oh, no. No, you don't even Oh, that's that. creepy as fuck. Like, half the time it's like, surprise, honey! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I bought us a haunted house on the on the edge of town. I got a great deal. I It just doubled your commute. <laughs> yes. <yeah, sorry. laughs> that's what I always think whenever they're like, we just bought our new house out on, you know, we're way out in the suburbs. And it's like, so you didn't tell your spouse you just doubled your commute? <laughs> no, no, it's okay, because I'm an architect. And you're a doctor? <laughs> Lady doctor. <laughs> uh, so the kids immediately go to the tire swing. The oldest kid does. Uh, the oldest kid. Oldest the kid, daughter. Ellie. She's, what, seven? Yeah, yeah. Six like or that. seven, right and, around in that age. And then little Gage, who's, two. I don't know, a year and a half, two? two. Yeah. 
Old enough just to talk yeah. shit later in the movie. So Ellie jumps on this old ass tire swing, which you can look at it and know it's rickety, yep. and immediately tries to apparently flip herself over the branch by like swinging so fucking high. <laughs> God yep. damn it! But she uh, she falls on her ass yep. and starts whining as kids do. Mm-hmm. And of course, both the parents just go, "Oh, oh, here, let me set down my toddler right here next to this busy fucking freeway and start running yeah. over to help out Ellie," oh. because spoiler alert, they're the worst fucking parents ever. Has anybody seen Carl? Yeah, right. <laughs> Very Walking Dead. Oh my god! <laughs> the Dead Walk. Ah! Oh my god! Is that what what uh, Pet Cemetery Chapter Two Twenty Twenty is going to be? Yeah, uh, but luckily, uh, Little Gage is saved at the last minute by Herman Munster himself, their neighbor Woo! Judd. He is so amazing. Ah, oh, saved your baby here. Oh no! Gotta keep an eye on him, rusty little bastard. <laughs> That road's taking many paths. You'd have for it to take your son. And then he's like talking to the little girl and he's like, Ah, oh, it's a nice new house you got here. I bet you're all happy as a clam. He, I'm not going to lie. They sort of set him up almost like like in the beginning, sort of like he might be the bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've, ever since I was a kid, I just looked at him and I was like, he's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah, he's, he's not going to hurt a fly. He's Herman Munster. Yeah, he's her- that's it. He's Herman Monster. He just, it's like, I don't know. I like the sound of his voice. Like, it's, I don't know. It's weirdly comforting to me. But babe, when, when he says uh, she's going to be happy as a clam, what mm-hmm. does she say? Oh, I forget. Are clams really happy? Oh, that's right. <laughs> ah, good point, little girl. Anyway. Yeah, when you see them, they smile right up. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, so we see the whole family and we also meet their cat. Babe, what's their cat's name? Winston Churchill. The six-year-old named her, her cat Winston Churchill. We call him Church for short. Hey. And fun fact, Steve, he's named after a British man, and he's a British uh, short hair. Oh. <laughs> That's where it came from. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so we were introduced, you know, uh, the the dad, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, Lewis. Lewis, the dad, is a doctor. Um, he has a beer with Judd, kind of gets to know, you know, the neighbor a little bit. Like, ah, oh, you're going to be the doctor down there at the university, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, if you need anything, let me know. And then we also meet uh, their housekeeper, Missy. How would you describe Missy? Beat down by life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know. But she is 100% Maine. Oh, I've never been to Maine, and I feel like that's really what the heart of the, the state is about. Uh, Lucky are you to, to marry a doctor. I've never been married. I've never had any luck in my life ever. No luck at all. All right. Well, have a nice day, Missy. Bye. Guess you could call it that. <laughs> yeah, the weather will certainly be worse tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, I so wish, hope, pray there's a deleted scene somewhere where Herman Munster and Missy are, like, arguing because, like, they went to college or they went to high school together or something. You know... I swear, up until like a a year or two ago, I thought that was like his wife or whatever. No, but, we've both. We yeah, yeah, but we his find out more died. about it. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was like, "Wait, was she alive in the beginning of the movie?" Like, no, she died a long time ago. I'm confused. But yeah, yeah she's random main chick. Yeah, they just they hired a, a they hired a gal in town to be their housekeeper. By the yeah. way, wouldn't it be nice to move into? What if the day we moved in, we had a housekeeper show up? Yeah, that'd be great. Wouldn't that have been awesome? That was so awesome. Uh, but we had a we had a nice little scene that kind of sets the tone for the movie, mm-hmm. where uh, little Ellie um, something happens to church, uh, is like hurt or sick or something, and uh, the doctor is going to like take him into the office to check him out, and uh, she and he's like, oh, it's probably nothing, blah blah blah. But oh, but daddy, if anything happened to church, I wouldn't know. This little girl has like never been touched by death, like, and the, and yep. the parents like refuse to explain the concept to her. Or yeah, and my first pet died when I was a little bit younger than she is in this movie, and yeah. my mom explained it. And guess what? It seriously helped when there were other deaths in my future because I yeah. had already learned how to cope with the pain of losing a pet. Because as we talk about in uh, we were talking about with another movie we were watching. Kids up until really kind of their teens, they can't, di- they don't really differentiate between like pets and people and all that. They're all, it's all kind of the same level of love. Yeah. Stuffed animals too. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But of course, this kind of leads up to the point where, where, uh, like, oh, you promise nothing will happen to church, daddy? And daddy's like about nothing ready to happened. go into the, well, let me tell you. 
it's a small chance, but your cat could be, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the mom's giving him a look like, don't you fucking tell her. Honey, just give your daughter a promise. Nothing will yeah. ever happen to her cat. And babe, <laughs> whenever I get the opportunity to promise something like that, how do I say it? I promise nothing will ever happen to me. Steve, I think you just jinxed yourself. The fire just went out. We're going to die. <laughs> Does anybody else smell gas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. So we get, uh, like, the, the dad goes out. Uh, Lewis goes out to the car. He's about to drive off. And the wife comes running out. And she's like, hey, thanks. We'll, we'll tell her one day. But uh, first, give me a little goodbye kiss. Mm-hmm. Gonna go lob uh, churches nuts off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Missy said, "Yeah, top of the nuts off, yeah." <laughs> Thanks for teaching my daughter that phrase. Yeah. Anything I can do to help? Anything I can do to help? I'll be She's around so when you need me. Apologetic about it. She's just like, "Yeah, fuck you." But yeah, so we get the goodbye kiss. Smash cut to exposed skull. There's like brain exposed in this kid. Uh, apparently, one of the kids at school got uh, hit by these goddamn semi trucks to keep you know going down the street eighty miles an hour and not stopping for a nobody. Because apparently that's how you do it. So yeah, the doctor is taking care of the kid. Yep. Uh, he dies. Or does he? Boing! He pops right up and starts talking to him about the, the fucking corpse warming soils and the soils being sour and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, if I'm the doctor, I'm losing my shit all over the floor. So uh, so in this, it's supposed to be that like this kid had like kind of a rough life and nobody ever really cared for him. The doctor's kind of the first person who ever reached out to him. So in death, this kid is going to try and help protect uh, the doctor from the evils of the house that he's just purchased. How did you know my name? And of course, I wanted to say, we're in a name tag, dumbass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the soil is sour. The the soil the the soil of a man's heart is rocky. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit that's like fucking the worst poetry. <laughs> but because <laughs> that comes back later yeah. about the man's ro- soil being rocky, and uh, he's got to care for what he can grow, <laughs> tend to what he's growing. Ah, very old now. Everything comes back to you. Yeah, I don't know. Homeward bound. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Doc and the corpse uh, later that day go for a trip to the cemetery. Yeah, uh, it's the pet cemetery, and he's like, "Yeah, this is great. I was kind of told about this place. This is this is great. Is this a dream? Like, yeah, but don't go beyond the the thicket there. Only yeah. evils beyond there." And then he wakes up the next morning and he's got the the dirt on his feet and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other actually like pulls the covers over, he's like, Oh fuck, my feet are dirty. Oh, fuck, I gotta burn these sheets, otherwise right. the wife's gonna start asking questions. See, what would you do if you had a weird dream about uh the soil being bitter in our backyard or being sour in our backyard and Oh baby, I know the then... I know the soil in our backyard's sour. <laughs> Many of the urine of a man have been washed along those shoals. <laughs> And then you woke up with uh, dirt on your feet? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, unless I wear shoes. Like not a, when you just go Like out a to human pee. being. Not, not if you go out there just to pee. Yeah, you should just aim it out the window. Exactly. We're so, off the yeah. balcony. So, uh, <laughs> so we smash cut to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, the mom and Ellie, they're they're going to and the Gage. in-laws. And Gage, Gage is going to. The whole family is going to the in-laws in Chicago. Except Except dad. the dad who's going to stay home in his little spank hotel and just <laughs> watch football all day and all right, but you're, just live the good life. I know man. my dad doesn't like you and he doesn't want you part of the family, but you're part of my family. Can't you just go? You're going to miss that taxi, girl. You should uh, take a go. <laughs> By the way, guys, when a family member desperately is trying to send you off to a holiday so they can have the house alone, they do really want to be alone most of the time. Yes, 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 they do. Get the hint. So you're saying that extra week in California during around Thanksgiving, right? That depends on what shows I get into. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, uh, Lewis gets a call. It's Judd. He, I, uh, I got some bad news. There's a cat uh, on my lawn. Looks a lot like yours. You should come check it out. Looks like I got hit by one of them trucks. And so, yeah, churches passed on into the nether realm. To the great beyond. 
The great uh, kitty oh, hotel in that, the sky. That cat's dead. Oh, yeah. That he, cat's like frozen to the ground. <laughs> and like twisted all around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it doesn't even make for a good fur. Uh, but Judd has an idea. A crazy idea. So they go on a nice little walk that, I don't know, takes four to five hours, it seems. Because it's like nighttime by the time they get there. And they just found out that morning. Uh, <laughs> but it's this Indian burial ground that Judd knows about. Yeah. And, uh, each bear is its own. Whenever you bury bury down there, it'll come back. And so it's like, okay, yeah. why why would I want this cat to come back ever? Because I hate cats. Ah, but then you'll have to explain to Elia about death, and you know, that I, that can take like a whole fifteen minutes. I'd hate you to let down your little girl. Yeah, I'll get over it. Thanks, Judd. <laughs> hey, you want to come watch the game with me? Nope, that's a different movie, Steve. Oh. oh. Oh, shit. All right, well, okay, so they go to the burial ground. They bury this cat. Uh, but then next day, George comes back, and he's stinky as fuck. Yeah, he smells like the ground he's been buried in. Yeah, and he's also scratchy. He starts scratching it. Scratching it, uh, Lewis and Ellie and blah, blah, blah. And it's only at this time we start getting the story about Judd's old, uh, old dog spot. Yep. Babe, what would you say about that story? Oh, so uh, when Jed was a kid, he had a dog named Spot. He got tangled up in some barbed wire, got infected. Dad had to put him down, so he wouldn't bury Jed up on the uh, up on on that soil ground or in that sour ground. And he came back all right, but he wasn't the same dog. That's right. Had to put him down again after. <laughs> had to put him down again. He, uh, what was it? Like bit at his mom or he something. He tried like to that? attack his mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. So yeah. Turned into Cujo. <laughs> So yeah, but that that was a completely different circumstance because you know, Spot was a dog and this, this uh-huh. is a cat. So why would it be the same? Anyway, so they don't really mention it so much in this movie, but they do in the book and and they do in the new movie. Once you've been to that place, it sort of calls you back. Yeah, it, it, they kind of mention where it's like, well, I don't know why I had that idea, but uh, I thought I'd yeah, say a little part girl. of the curse is once yeah. you've been there, you're it sort of lur- tempts you back. Cause it's always the, lurking in the back of your mind. Sort and... of the same way, like uh, if you get partially bitten by a vampire, you kind of like or keep getting drawn back to the vampire. Oh yeah, that's what I learned from once bitten. Yeah, and from the hunger. Oh yeah, that too, I guess. <laughs> and and other vampire movies, perhaps you've heard of. <laughs> Dracula 3000. No, um... I've seen where the bastard sleeps. Ooh, babe, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's bath time. Oh, yeah, because this is the most unbelievable part of this whole movie. Men don't take baths. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, yeah, Wendigo Spirit bringing back uh, people from, you know, zombie cats and people and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. That doctor's not taking a fucking bath. No. But uh, while he's taking a bath... He also puts the wet rag over his face, because that's another thing gentlemen do. But, <gasps> someone has a present for him. But, ah! Oh, the dead fucking rat! Oh, church! Which is just a cat thing. Cats just do that. Yeah. Actually, you know why... Yeah, do- cats do that, Pickles. <laughs> do you know why cats bring you food? Bring you dead animals? To show how badass they are? They think that you you can't hunt for the, yourself because they don't ever see you hunting, and so they think you're a bad predator. Yet I'm the one giving you food. <laughs> Get your shit straight, cat. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, and then Ellie wakes up and she had uh, a dream uh, about da- about Daddy and Uncle Jed going going to the cemetery and burying Church and uh, freaking oh, out. Stephen King drinking game, psychic kid. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, we got another one coming up because Missy hangs herself <laughs> in the basement of the house. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing to do to your employer. Yeah, no shit. All right, Dad, now try to ex- not explain death to your kid. Right? Well, you see, Missy was a miserable bitch. Right? And uh, She had nothing going in her life and apparently we made it worse. Apparently she didn't want her family cleaning up after her. What family? Yeah. <laughs> I assume she's got family that doesn't talk so to her. So cruel, so cruel. Yeah. Um, Steve, of all your employers, which one would you hate hate enough to kill your, hang yourself in their basement, say to clean up your shit and your corpse? Oh, geez, I don't think I've ever had an employer I hate that much. No. <laughs> yeah, but that, then we smash get to her funeral, being presided over by the great, the Reverend Doctor Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then they finally have the talk with Ellie about mm-hmm. death and uh, the various beliefs of what happens when you die and, and all that And she handles stuff. it like a goddamn champ. Yeah, she handles it like a goddamn champ. You know who doesn't handle it like a goddamn champ? Her mom. No, her mom is having flashbacks. She goes in a serious fucking downward spiral about her sister Zelda. So it turns out mom has some trauma in her past. Ooh, what kind of trauma? So turns out she had a disabled sister when she was a kid who, uh, what did she have? Uh, spinal meningitis. Spinal meningitis. And her bones were all twisted and she couldn't, she couldn't move. And this is somewhere where, uh, in the 2019 one, spoiler alert, I got really angry. Yeah. In the 2019 one, they make Zelda like kind of torturing her sister. And that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that she's just like super disabled and everybody has to do everything for her, but... The family sort of, she's the dirty little secret. They keep locked upstairs and nobody wants to do anything. And unfortunately, Zelda dies on the mom's, on the now mom's watch. Yeah, Rachel. Rachel. And yeah, in the new one, they made her like evil, like, you're going to be twisted like me, man. Now in the flashbacks and all of that, Rachel's twisted it up in her mind where her sister's like taunting her. Yeah, or it's or it's the effect of the cemetery or, it's the effect or of whatever. The cemetery, yeah, yeah. the dark spirits, the so, the sour ground. Yeah, but yeah, that's just okay. So we've see, also seen the 2019 remake. They really round off a lot of the edges. Like it's all like, oh, the characters are all super, you know, super family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just bad things happen to them. Blah blah blah. Whereas this one, it's I don't know. There's actual character traits to them. Yeah, they're real yeah. people. You believe that they're actually married. It's not perfect, but they're happy. But yeah, mom's having, mom's having a rough time because now she's got to bring up stuff she never dealt with with her her sister's death when she her older sister's death when she was very young on her watch. Yeah, so you know it's a good way to take care of that. How's that, Steve? Have a nice little picnic where you go fly some kites out yeah. in the front yard. Yeah. So I believe this is either Ellie or Gage's birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think birthday? it's Ellie's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're out flying kites, and uh, Dad's, like, showing Gage, like, oh, yeah, look, you're flying it now, hey, yeah, good for you. Yeah, the the neighbor's there. Yeah, Judd's over there, like, Judd's oh, look at him there. He's like oh, their grandpa. Oh, that's how you do it. Good job. And then, uh, what happens? Like, Ellie falls off the table or some stupid shit like that? Ellie's doing something, and they're not paying attention to Gage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 something happens, and the dad's just like instantly like runs away from Gage, yeah. holding on, holding on to the kite, and you know, twenty yards from the road, and so he's like running to the other side of the field. Yeah, Gage drops the kite, so he's Uh-oh. chasing the uh, the I little get handle, it. I get it. and the kite's being blown right into the road. Come back, kite, with the big oil tankers. Come back. <laughs> We a nice little bloody foot. Oh god! And the whole and like the whole time it's like slow mo, like the parents like realizing that he's like oh, five feet from the road. Get baby! And the dad's like stumbling like five fucking times. Oh, Jesus and, Christ! He's like somersaulting to get the goddamn. Kid. And then he gets there just in time for like the backsplash from Gage just splashing in the face, and he's like. By the way, the velocity they have this tanker. Flip off the road. That's blown up Jeb's house, right? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's the best part. It's like, and he like jackknives and like takes yeah. out his whole fucking family. But no, that's no, the no. Twist it, just, it just sort of jackknives and, and veers into the ditch. Yeah. Oh, and in the new one, oh, fuck, I just remember like the smear that's like a quarter mile yeah. on the road. Oh, <laughs> see, all right. So that is something I thought they did really well in the new one was, uh, church lures uh yeah 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 yeah, and it's the girl in this one too Mm -hmm. and i have a theory about of why they uh switched it in the new one Mm -hmm. because they couldn't find a half-assed child uh they couldn't find a two-year-old who could act yeah because the the girl that's fucking great the girl that's awesome yeah uh, i think it's the same girl from uh annabelle creation too Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, she she did a great job. Totally. She's she's su- she's not the super obnoxious kid when she's a regular no, kid, no, no, and no. she is fucking good undead. Yeah, yeah, and then but I liked in that one. So the in in the 2019 one, they do they have 
Church come back and he plays a more pivotal role and he lures her. He basically lures everybody to their death. Yeah. That cat's the mastermind and I, I dug it. He's the yeah. first one to die and so he's the first one possessed by the Wendigo spirits. Yeah, he's the one that knows what's going on at that point. Yeah. But yeah, but, but we're not talking about that one. We're, no, we're talking, talking about, about this one. We're not talking about the one with John Lithgow going, oh, I'm on the road. John Lithgow did a great job too, his job. <sighs> yeah, it's hard to replace uh, replace Grandpa Monster. Yeah, Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, back in 1989, Gage is street pizza, so... Mm, he's a road waffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, cut to the funeral. Yeah, the funeral. Yeah, the funeral oh, scene. God, yes, the funeral. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so at the funeral, um, you know, uh, Lewis is going through a rough time. He just saw yep. his son explode before his eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he, so his his wife was already dealing with some PTSD. Oh, yeah. What do you think watching her child get vaporized by an oil tanker is going to do for that? Oh, by the way, he also has a zombie cat. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a cat who <laughs> doesn't fucking like him, but it's his. But uh, the father-in-law comes up and has a little discussion with him. By which I mean he just starts talking <sighs> mad shit right there like, You couldn't save him! You went there! You jackass son of a bitch! I'll fucking kill you! Ah! <laughs> and they fucking fight right there in front and like knock the... Punches him. Punches the <laughs> oh, poor yeah. dad out. Yeah, punches him and then like the dad like pushes him off and he knocks over the casket. And I was half expecting Gage to come rolling out. Or, you know, the pieces that are left of Gage right? come rolling out. There's a reason why it was, clo- it was a closed... Uh... Closed casket. <laughs> oh, it was open for a sec. Like, <laughs> That's it's, right. It's open. You can see, like, I don't know, fucking Chuggy Doll pop out of there <laughs> and then fall back in. And, like, and then you get a little... By the and, way, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna hand out some life advice here. If you throw a punch at a funeral, no one is ever going to speak to you again. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it's, what it's about. <laughs> you could use that to your advantage if you really want to. It's true. But, like... like this grandpa just lost essentially one of his grand grandkids. Punching the father of those children is a quick way to never see Ellie or your daughter again. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, uh, uh, Rachel would get custody. Uh, what the guy's a doctor and she's um business lady. I mean, she's she's got a nice haircut. She has nice shoes. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I. <laughs> I. I think Rachel like. Really should not talk to her dad after no, this. Well, well, and that's all right, well. That kind of leads into why she goes yeah. back with Ellie and all that to patch things up with the parents. You know, obviously with uh, Lewis staying at home, but then Lewis starts getting some crazy thoughts. It worked for Church. Maybe it'll work for Gage. Hey. Uh, but then, but then Judd has some sage-like advice. You uh, you asked me before if anyone had buried a buried a person up there. And I lied. I told you they hadn't. Let me take it back to right after World War II. <laughs> there, yeah. was a, there was a kid around here. His name was uh, Timmy. <laughs> Not the brightest bulb on the tree. But uh, <laughs> he died on the way to the war or something. I forget exactly what it was, but it was like, yeah, he died, I don't know, hit by a fucking bus or something. But his dad was grief-stricken and took him up there, buried him up there in that sour ground. Sometimes dead is better. He came back, but he wasn't the same. Wasn't well, the same. And it's like showing clips of him like eating other people. Oh yeah, and like like pets and yeah. like all kinds of weird shit. He's like full blown zombie. But but it said three times during a story. Sometimes dead is better. It's true. <laughs> uh, oh, and then it's right. And then, the, and then the end of uh, Timmy's story ends when uh, I don't know. Bunch of guys from town come over and just yep. burn the house to the ground with him and his father inside. While Timmy's like eating his dad. Yeah, 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 yeah going going full night of living dead on his ass. So then Ellie wakes up because she had a dream that dad and oh uh, God, dad was gonna do something terrible. He's gonna take up my brother's body and he's gonna do something to it. Oh, sweetie, sweetie, no, that's that's crazy. No, here, he wasn't wearing here, any pants. Here, have one of mommy's Valiums. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> Rachel feels oh. the need to come home, so she has a, uh, she she starts her arduous journey coming home. What? And Not, the, the uh, car drives off the road, and oh yeah, the, the whole fucking thing. Like ah, they're trying to keep her away. Uh, by the way, so so the dad and Judd, whatever, they're heading up to you know bury the body. Uh, so the gauge comes back. Uh, we haven't mentioned uh, Patscow. 
Pat Scow is the oh, guy in the beginning yeah, of the movie that died with the the open skull or whatever in the beginning. Yep. He but, he's still their uh, their like guardian angel. Yeah, he, he's like popping up every once in a while. Like, don't do it, Lewis. Don't fuck this up. Don't don't you do it. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> but yeah, he's just, he's a lot like the the guy in American uh, American Werewolf in London. Just yeah, yeah, he's been he's been cursed. Yeah. Well, when he's trying to help him out, like, no, don't you do it. You'll fuck everything up. Oh, it was the the barrier is not meant to be crossed. That ground is sour. Ground is sour. <laughs> and by the way, I love how it, like like he's like explain the dad's explaining to his. I don't know if he's talking to Judd or if he's just saying it out loud, but he's he's basically like, well, worst case, I'll uh, I'll take him up there, and if he comes back worse than before, then then I'll just kill him again. Right. No harm, no foul. And it's like. So you're already planning on killing your son again. Right? That's not a good story. <laughs> it's getting weird. But that's right. And then Patscow is the one that like warn, warns Ellie in a dream. Like, she's like, there was some guy and he was saying dad was being crazy and his name was, Pat's I don't know, Patscow or Pansky or some bullshit. I don't remember. So then the mom's like, oh shit, I know that name. Uh, I think that's the one daddy, the died on daddy's watch. And so she like calls the cops. And uh, it's around the time uh, Lewis is, like, digging up the body, uh, Gage's body, right. at the cemetery. And I'm like, oh, the cops are patrolling the cemetery. He just ducks down one of the holes to avoid it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then you have uh, Judd and a six-pack of buds waiting on his front porch, waiting for his dad or Gage or whoever to come back. He's just like, well, you see that boy? I'm going to take this shotgun and plant two in his eyeballs. <laughs> but first... I'm going to finish this six-pack. So then, uh... Oh, that's right. And then Rachel start ha- starts having... Yep. She has the nightmare of Zelda when she's, like, on the, the flight back. Yep. She sees Zelda on the plane. Yeah. There's a Zelda on the plane! <laughs> and then she, like, uh, gets the fucking rental car. And, like, the, uh... I love how, like, the Guardian Angel guy, Patscow, is, like, helping out along the way. Like, what about the red one? It's got the scratch on it. We do have the red one that has a scratch on it. Sure, I'll take that one. Okay. Spoiler alert, the tire blows on that, and that's when yeah. uh, Pascal's like, no, it's trying to trying to stop you. You gotta, gotta hitch a ride. Oh, by the way, she's like hitching the semi. Half expect the semi to plow through her. Right? <laughs> and it's driven by church or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Gage and church both come back, but they're not the same. Nope. And Sometimes there's better. But then uh, Gage needs to get something from uh, from Daddy's bag. What's in Daddy's bag? Oh, just his favorite little scalpel. Foing. And we cut back to Judd's porch. And he wakes <gasps> up, hearing some creepy fucking kid laughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I missed my talk. I... Uh-oh. There's little baby feet going into my house. <laughs> Gage? Gage, you in here, buddy? <laughs> you know, sometimes dead is better, Gage. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you remember to wash your feet before going in a neighbor's house? Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> but yeah, basically, like, creepy laughter, like, leads him through the house, like, up the stairs. Gage, you up there, buddy? And he goes into his room. And shit's been knocked over. He's looking around. <gasps> Gage? Gage, you over <gasps> here, buddy? Oh, the cat! Right? Oh yeah, the little, the little cat. Yeah, church pops out to distract him. But what's he distracting him from? Gage pulling out the scalpel oh, and shit. severing his Achilles. Ah, <sighs> fuck! <sighs> fuck! Fuckity fuck! Oh, but not that. Not just that. Gage <laughs> then jumps on top of Judd and ah. gives him a fucking Joker smile. Yeah, and, and then, then he chews his fucking neck open. Yeah, eats his Adam's apple. Ow! 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 Yeah, Judd's fucking done. <laughs> and then, uh, then Rachel finally gets there. You know the the semi guy. I, I'm not. I'm not going to ask how she paid for the ride, but uh, cash grass or ass, she got there with a quickness. She keeps a ton of weed on her. Yeah, she just come back from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> the ground is sour, but it makes for some sticky icky. <laughs> and then uh, she starts hearing uh, Zelda's voice uh, inside of Judd's house. And so she has to go in. What's going on in here? And then she gets led upstairs in the same room. 
and she finds Judd. Ah! But then she also finds Gage. And babe, what the fuck is Gage wearing? Oh my god, I thought this was going to be another dream. Yeah. Like He walks out in like a little fucking Lord Pomploroy pimp outfit. Is that what they buried him in? No, because he wasn't in that when he first got there. That's right, that's right. He was in his, yeah, like... Apparently he went through Judd's closet and found some fucking clothes or something. Judd's right? child's clothes? He didn't mention a child. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he, like, he fucking is... He's dressed like a pimp. Yeah, got a fucking derby hat on. Oh, yeah. Even got a cane and oh, shit. and I got a grant to this two-year-old. They got him to use the cane, too. Yeah. By the way, this... Miko is killing it. Yeah, Miko Hughes, Miko yeah, he's pretty good. Miko Hughes killed it in this. Yeah, some of the ADR stuff is really bad, but but he's a two-year-old. Well, yeah, all right, so the ADR stuff is bad. Everything with Miko in it is great. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh... So it doesn't really show anything. It shows Gabe, like, Gage, like... Running toward, uh, you know, walking towards his mom, laughing, and then you hear her go, "No!" And then smash cut to uh, Lewis waking up and rolling out of bed and thwapping his fucking head on that end table. And holy shit, that was like one of three things I remembered from this movie as a kid. Because I'm like, "Oh fuck, that has to hurt." And and, and the way yeah. that, and the way it happens in there, it's like that wasn't planned. <laughs> like there was even a second where, like, I swear he was like looking at the director, like, "Keep going, okay." Ah, <laughs> oh, what what happened? Ah, and then, and then he hears like Gage's voice, like, "Oh no, no, no that's right, the the phone's ringing. That's right, the phone's ringing." Is what what wakes up Lewis, and then he answers the phone, and it's uh, Gage on the other end, like, "Daddy, Daddy, well, come play, <laughs> I play with mommy." Now I wanna play with you. I wanna play with you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's when I'm like, burn the house, burn, burn. everything. Back lenses all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but he goes over to Judd's, and yeah, yeah. The, th- the thing that gets me about this is uh, so yeah, so he goes over and he prepares. A couple of syringes full of basically oh, like yeah, yeah, anesthesia. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna OD him. He's gonna put him down. Yeah, yeah. If he was like, oh, he didn't even test it on church and like church. Yeah. Oh, poor church. Poor church. Yeah. This looks like they may have drugged a real cat. They may have really drugged uh, that British short hair. But um, but yeah, he tested on church and like, all right, cool. This anesthesia thing's gonna work. Well, he doesn't want him to suffer. It still is. It's still his cat. It's still is still his son. Yeah. But, uh, so he goes in there, and uh, Gage is, like, ten times smarter than Timmy was in the flashbacks, right? Yeah. Like, like he's even smarter than the two-year-old. Like, yeah. he, he's, like, yeah. he's totally, like, you know, throwing up distractions and mm-hmm. talking mad psychological oh, yeah. shit and stuff. So it's, like... I think he's possessed by, like, the spirit of the Like Wendigo. a demon or something, yeah. right? Okay. All right, all right. Well, yes, I had to read the book, so I'm just kind of guessing. I, this yeah, I, I don't remember. It's been a long time. I don't totally remember that part. But but anyway, uh, Lewis is wandering around. He finds Judd's body, and then almost gets crushed by Rachel's corpse hanging from the attic. Yeah, getting dropped on him, and then fucking Gage comes out right behind her and lunges at him. And then this is when the fucking Chucky doll fight scene happens, where Gage is like on his ass, and he's like, "Oh God!" Like holding it by his face, and Gage is like stabbing him with a scalpel and shit. And uh, I'm just like, toss that motherfucker. He's four pounds. Right? That's the thing. Like, even if he has super, super demon strength, he's still only four fucking pounds. Chuck yeah. him out a window. Yeah, but eventually he does get the the strength to toss him down the hall, basically. And then, uh, you know, he's like fucked up, stabbed all in his chest and his arm and his stuff. But he has the syringe. And he's like, come on, Gage. Come on, buddy. I'm sorry about that. I, let's play. Let's play. Then Gage gets close, and he just thunk, sk, shoots that shit right into his neck. And yeah. fucking Gage's reaction. He starts eh. crying, and he's like, "No fair, no fair." No fair. <laughs> and he walks around the corner, and you hear him hit the floor. Yeah, just, thud. And so then, they finally take Steve's advice, and he sets <laughs> Judd's fucking house on fire. But he doesn't leave all the bodies because he takes Rachel. Yeah. And takes her to that burial ground. He goes on down that road to that burial ground. And then we cut back to him at the house playing solitaire. Just waiting. Yep. He's got the timer set and everything. Yep. 
He knows what to expect this time. Here's a little rapping at his door. And who's there, babe? Hi, honey. Hey. Did you miss me? You know I did. Her eye is like fucking oozing shit. And so they just start kissing and the stuff starts just gushing out of her fucking eyeball. And it's like, oh, fuck no. But then she reaches over, (gasps) grabs a knife off the table. Yeah. Lifts it high into the air. (gasps) Cut to black. No. Roll credits. <laughs> Some fucking weird music. Yeah, the fucking Pet Cemetery song. I'm gonna drop that shit right here. I don't, don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. Some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Cemetery. Babe, would you recommend this movie? Fuck yeah. Everyone <laughs> should watch this movie. This movie's awesome. Watch the shit on Valentine's Day. So for me, this is like a really perfect example of the kind of horror movies I like. Yeah. It's got some good jump scares. It's got some twists and turns you're not really expecting. How many movies kill kids off? More nowadays, but back in the day. Not enough. And there's plenty of violence without it being super gory. Like, there's no entrails dragging. I don't know, that ending eye kiss, I beg to differ. That is a little gross. Oh, the Achilles thing. That's a little gross. Oh, when he wakes up and knocks his eye on the fucking (laughs) end table. That's the the one that always hurts me. Oh, you literally jump every time. I don't Oh, fuck. (laughs) We're going to take a quick commercial break. (gasps) And when we come back, we'll have more beer. Oh, my God. Fun facts. Yeah? And what we learned from Pet Cemetery, besides <gasps> this sexy main accent. Oh, sexiest accent around. Sometimes red is better. <laughs> We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself what were they thinking because we sure have so much so that we named our podcast after it what were they thinking starring me nathan and brendan every other week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, 
D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that I've added in the history of Adam. Oh, there you said it now. <laughs> when are we going to Maine? <laughs> that's where I was born and raised. <laughs> that is, Maury that's, says that is a lie. <laughs> that's why I like lobster and syrup on my pizza. <laughs> so you're Canadian? I thought you said you were from Maine. That shit's delicious. <laughs> Steve, do we need another beer? Obviously we do. <laughs> It's the only way we can get these accents going. It's the only way we can forget about this. <laughs> we have from Bohemian Brewery. Ooh, we have in Midvale, Utah. Oktoberfest. Yeah, Yay! babe, this is our first Oktoberfest beer. Oh, we're that fucking is a slipping shame. this year. Normally, we do an, an Oktoberfest and a pumpkin beer for every episode. We do. Fuck. You know why? It's because we're in Utah now. We're in Utah. We're we didn't. Ever... We didn't plan ahead. We had to like go to like liquor stores and I don't know other fucking states to get real beer. So what are we doing our Nevada beer run? Or Wyoming. Or Try Idaho. to catch those cops. <laughs> so does Idaho have really tight beer laws too? No. Is it faster to go? To yeah, it's it's yeah it's yeah, they're all all three of them are like two hours away from here. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah there we go. Beer run, beer run, beer run, beer run. Oh, what's the the song? B W E double R U N. It's a country song called Beer Run. All right. Have you not heard the Beer Run song? Beer Run song. The test results came back. They said <laughs> no. I'm going to pop my top now. Yeah, please do. Oh, my top. And the pour. Ooh. Oh, my. Yeah, this is a beautiful, super clear golden beer. It's got an off-white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a it's nice malty aroma. I love Oktoberfest, Steve. It's it's no secret. I say I say it every time on this here podcast. <sighs> Cat hair, is he hair? Oh God, I hope so. Steve hair, <laughs> Yeti look, hair. Look like uh, Fred Gwynn's ballsack hair on that. <laughs> You've been blessed. <laughs> it is. I ain't have no luck like that in my life. <laughs> I guess I'll never have a doctor's ball hair on my beer cup. <laughs> Yeah, just a wonderful malt-forward lager. Uh, some nice little caramel notes and stuff, mm-hmm. too. And like that kind of earthy, uh, yeah. noble hop kind of note to it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, those old world hops. It's delicious. Mm. This is a delicious beer. Fuck yeah. I love Oktoberfest beers. But babe. Are we you know, prosting? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Brost. Brost. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't Shout already, out to Ruben. Google the difference between brost with a B and prost with a P. I'll give you a hint. One of them is titties. Everything right. I learned from boobies. Hey, babe. Would you be interested in some fun facts? <laughs> Are they super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Yes. Woo! All right, babe. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of Pet Cemetery? Oh, Critics don't like Pet Cemetery. Thirty-six, fifty-two percent. Ooh, good. Yeah, good very for well you. reviewed. Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, especially for a horror. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King horror. I was gonna movie. say probably probably top five highest rated. You know, right behind like Shawshank and uh, Green Mile and shit. <laughs> Stephen King's got range. All right, now here we go. Audience score. Ooh, that's where the real money is. If it is not in the high eighties, I'm gonna be disappointed. Prepare for disappointment, 59%. Boo! Boo on you people! Probably still higher than the 2019 version. Ooh, or Pet Cemetery 2, which we just watched oh, for the first time. Oh, shit. Maybe coming soon, but honestly, I'm not going to spoil it for you. 
go check out what were they thinking's podcast uh yes. i think it's their latest episode actually the they did yeah the time this drops they did pet cemetery 2 amazing episode the movie is fucking nuts and i love it oh i'm i'm super in it is a garbage fire but i am in this movie is weird any movie that has a scene where gilbert from revenge of the nerds and the kurgan from the highlander have this exchange what are you doing with my wife's body i'm a good fucker <laughs> yeah that happens pet cemetery 2 check out now at wwtt podcast but with less main accents in it. Yeah, Clancy Brown has a little bit, but it like mm. slips in and out. And Eddie He's Furlong's trying. fucking useless. He but... is trying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, def- definitely great. If you liked Pet Cemetery, check out Pet Cemetery too. All right, babe. But 1989 Pet Cemetery, 11 million dollar budget, 57 million dollar worldwide gross. So success. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I seem to remember this being the like the one that really like. Oh, fuck, we gotta make a shit ton of Stephen King movies. Yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah, like, Carrie did really well, and then there were a couple of sort of men, and... Yeah, 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 Shining and Carrie and all that, like, the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. and then there was a little bit of a lull, and that's when we got, like, Silver Bullet and stuff, but... Which I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. well, and, like, Christine was there. Oh, Maybe it was just steady, and I was just a little kid and never got to see him or Maybe. something, but... I, I definitely yeah, remember, I, like, in the early 90s to, I do like, remember 97. It was, like, Cem- every six months. I do remember Pet Cemetery definitely, like, when it, like, standing out amongst the Stephen King movies, though. Like, all the people I knew were like, oh, yeah, Pet Cemetery. Because, like I said, I think it was the first first Stephen King movie I watched. Yeah. Yeah, it, maybe it's just our generation or something. That's how we were brought in. Maybe, or, yeah. And then, yeah, we, my dad had me watch Christine because we all loved cars. Yeah. Love Christine. Yeah, it's a good one. Babe. Steve. Bruce Campbell was the first choice for the role of Lewis Creed. How fucking amazing would Bruce Campbell be as the dad doctor in this movie? That would be fucking awesome. Not gonna lie. Yeah, right. I was seeing Bruce Campbell punch him out. Yeah. Oh god, the fight with the yeah. fucking Chuck Ah! Carrying a boomstick. Fucking great. Also, George A. Romero was originally set to direct... But when filming was delayed, he dropped out and Mary Lambert stepped in. So Romero instead directed one of our favorite (gasps) movies, Monkey Shines. Yeah! Yeah! Two great movies, one great year. (laughs) Also, seven blue British short hack hats were acquired to play church. And each of them were trained to do one specific action for the camera. It's all you can do, Steve. That's all you can do. It's all cats are good for. That and, you know, keeping fires nice and warm. Yeah. The role of Zelda, Rachel's terminally ill sister, was played by a man. Director Mary Lambert wanted Zelda and her scenes to frighten the audience, but did not believe that a 13-year-old girl was scary. (laughs) Well, (laughs) obviously she didn't have a teenage girl, am I right? She's never been around a teenage girl. Uh, So she cast Andrew Hoobis... Hubitsek, I thought it said Hubistank for a second. <laughs> Andrew Hubistank. Uh, in the role to make something be off about Zelda. Makes sense. Yeah. Stephen King was present on location for most of the shooting of the film. The area it was shot in was only 20 minutes away from his home in Pangor, Maine, and filmed in the house he based the novel on. <laughs> also, in case in case you guys don't know, the idea for this story came about when Stephen King's daughter's cat, Smucky, was killed on the highway outside their Aww. home. Uh, Smucky's name appears on gravestones in the pet cemetery in both the film and the novel. Aw, Smucky. Oh, new Smuckies. We live right by a pet cemetery style road. Yeah, we kind of do. Sure, don't want to go outside there, pickles. No, so, not such my a beautiful day. Hey, for it to be wasted all in here, all cramped up. Uh, the original screenplay featured the Wendigo, a Native American demon that was mentioned in the novel, but it was ultimately cut from the film. Although there's like that one scene where like the uh, there was like a weird noise in the woods, like yeah, and they just sort of go like, like "What was that? Oh, it's the Wendigo. Must be a loon or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they never said Wendigo in this version. Uh, I think yeah. they did in the, in the 2019 one. In the 2019 one, one yeah, they yeah. they tell the story of the Wendigo. But and then like the only other time I think it even makes like a weird noise or anything is like. I remember when he's, like, taking uh, Gage's body up there, like, the tree's, like, pushed over, and it's like, mm-hmm. is the Wendigo trying to stop it? Or, that didn't really seem to fit, though, right? 
the uh yeah i think it's sort of that like yeah like the powers of good are trying to slow him down and the powers of evil are sort of like testing him uh, all right i can see that but babe what did we learn from pet cemetery <laughs> that you're pronouncing it wrong that's how it's spelled it, look it up cemetery cementarium i learned that sometimes dead is better that's the number one thing everyone learns from this movie Sometimes dead is better. Um, I learned if you really want to fuck over your boss, hang yourself in their basement. Right. They'll have some questions to answer. I learned fire cleanses all. <laughs> I learned never buy a new house without showing your wife first. Jesus. <laughs> Steve, where's the pet cemetery at this house? The river out back, I guess. We're gonna have to start one. I got a bunch of pets to bury. You still have those fucking pets? Yes, I told you I needed your help. All right, well, I'm going to go bury some pets out back literally fucking anywhere. Because apparently that can't be done in California. And I need the freezer space. That's true. You know, for ice cream and such. Replace their little corpses with ice cream. Help me fulfill the dream, Steve. Oh. That's a horrible Sunday idea. <laughs> no, replace, replace. We're removing their little bodies and putting ice cream in. Oh, place. not just their insides are replacing it with ice cream. No, I don't want to turn them into little ice cream puppets. <laughs> that's weird. That's that's how Gogurt was invented. <laughs> Back when the Native Americans made their first Gogurts. <laughs> oh, my snake died. I'm gonna put some rotten milk inside. <laughs> yeah, put some milk inside. And wait a week. <laughs> ah, that'll help me on that trail of tears I keep hearing about. So on fuck. Alright, so on that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> Let us know if you'd like to hear about the new pet cemetery. Well, more about it, I guess. Or Pet Cemetery yeah. 2. Yeah. Spoiler, they may be coming anyway. <laughs> and fun fact, super fun fact, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a uh, a new pet cemetery too. They did a huge sequel bag at the end. Well they did, but they didn't make enough money. well. Yeah, it probably made a shit ton of money. Of course it's at his pet cemetery. And John Lithgow's pretty cheap nowadays. I know, and but Jason Clark definitely is. <laughs> right. We loved you in uh White House Down? Was he was that the one he was the bad guy in, or was it uh the other one? Uh Olympus Has Fallen? Yeah, maybe it was Olympus Has Fallen. I don't know. I don't know, he dies in the end. <laughs> oh no, is he becoming like a Sean Bean? No. No, he makes it through uh Winchester, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. We I don't know. That movie. movie was so fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Next week. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> um, and of course, please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. And if you're in the Utah area, come check us out. We'll be at uh, Brewies in Ogden on November 13th Woo! with a free screening of Deepest Bluest My Head is Like a Shark's Fin. That's Deep Blue Sea, for those of you who not in the know. Definitely not the sequel. I don't know why you would say that. And if you want to get free swag, show up with no arms and short sleeves. <laughs> I will legitimately get free swag to anybody who show, any amputees who show wearing a tank top. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're awful. We're terrible human beings. But we will reward you if you also have a sick sense of humor. Absolutely. Babe. Steve. Do you have any art up anywhere? I do, and I don't know if you guys know this or not, it's getting to be the holiday season. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to buy presents for people who you at least claim you love, and yeah. or who claim to love you. Otherwise, they're going to be shitty to you all next year. It's true. And why give Walmart more money? Yeah, fuck them. Why, why, send, why, why pay for something that was made by child labor when you can pay for something that was made with cat labor. I mean, yeah. I definitely don't have a bunch of cat slaving away in my workshop. I don't know why you would say that. Well, now you got at least three of them. Shh. <laughs> now, check out all my stuff over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I have fun prints. I have customers trading cards. I got all kinds of fun stuff over there. Go check it out. Yeah, and if you use the code EILFM at checkout, you save 20%. That's and right. as always, orders over $35 ship free. Thank you, Etsy, for forcing that upon us. Yeah. Woo! By the way, original art, handmade, and made with love. 
And prints of original art sold way cheaper than the originals. Give somebody a memorable gift. Not just crap they're just going to throw away in a couple years when you're not looking. They don't want that shitty sweater from Big Box Store. No, they really don't. They want a predator snuggling kittens. Yeah. (laughs) Or a field guide to movie worms. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just just good sense to have. So you know if you're being attacked, which one's attacking. Oh, definitely for the hiker in the family. Yeah, or the life cycle of xenomorphs. You know what phase you're on. Yeah. And don't forget to use promo code untidy at frankieandmer.com for 15% off your entire order. And orders over there also ship free over $35. And also don't forget, don't go down that road. Fire cleanses all. Sometimes dead is better. So yeah, check it out. Untidyvenus.etsy.com And until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned From Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Tombstones And the night when the moon is